0: This episode of the Dope Yogi podcast is sponsored by the Dope Yogi Virtual Yoga Studio. With Dope Yogi, you can practice wherever you are, whenever you need. Experience the benefits of your yoga practice from any device, at home, or on the go. The Dope Yogi community membership is for all beings everywhere. No matter your experience level, this is a space you can come to find balance and to build inner and outer strength. We know that it can be hard to find time for practice, so we've created an online yoga community for you to access 24-7 at your convenience. Explore different styles of yoga, guided meditations, and posture tutorials from anywhere in the world. We have over 85 on-demand yoga classes, ranging from 10 minutes to 60 minutes, with new classes added each week. In addition to the on-demand yoga library, members have access to three live Zoom classes every week with me, Nicole. Most importantly, we're here to make yoga accessible for anybody that needs it. While this is a paid monthly membership, we understand that not everybody can afford the full $50 a month, so we'd like you to know that we also offer sliding scale memberships. Please reach out to us at info dopeyogi.com so we can help get you set up with a price point that's affordable for you. Thank you guys for listening. Enjoy this episode. I think we're good now. Technical difficulties. I've been
1: fucking this audio up, but now we're,
0: professionals. we're good to go. <laughs>
1: That's
0: why you try out on your friends. <laughs> okay, welcome to the Dope Yogi Podcast. Today we have our dear friend Amanda Graham with us. Welcome. Thanks for having me. Hello. We're very happy that you're here. Um, you guys that are listening, this is going to be a really great episode, and I'm very excited for you guys to meet Amanda. She is one of the most authentic people that I've ever met, and that's going to be our topic of conversation, more or less, I think, living authentically.
1: Yeah. Amanda's a real one. Oh, that's a lot of pressure. <laughs> <laughs> I'd just be doing me, man. Exactly.
0: <laughs> exactly. 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 So, like, knowing you over the... However many years I've known you, I mean, I don't know you very well, but I know you well enough to know that I really like you. Thank you. I like you too. (laughs) I think she's a real one. She's a winner. I'm like, Jeremy, I like this one. Yeah. (laughs) Um, And so the reason that like I really wanted to have you on the podcast is because you have always just been really inspiring to me of how you just are like, you are super real. Like you come out and you're like, this is me and there's no, um, like, you know, fil- not not filter. I don't think filter is the right word, but there's no, like um...
1: – There's no filter either.
0: <laughs> <laughs> there's just, like, you meet Amanda, and you're like, okay, let's go. Let's talk about the real shit. Um, and so I think for us in this podcast and our Dope Yoga community, something that we always try to hold – true to is like living authentically and like showing up in the world as we are without having to put all of these different faces on. Mm. And I think that's something that a lot of people struggle with. I mean, right? Yeah,
1: for sure. Yeah.
0: I think it's easy. I mean, I think it's really easy to want to change the way that you act when you're around different kinds of groups of people mm-hmm. and um, kind of just like really – thinking about how you put yourself out in the world and how other people perceive you. And I think you just do such a great job of just being who the fuck you are. And that's a really powerful thing.
2: Thanks. Um, I don't know when I started to say fuck it, (laughs) Um, but a little backstory, possibly when I really was just like, yeah, this isn't going to work, was when I was in college, I was actually my campus's queen. What does that mean? Um, So I was one of the, you know, they're just like a little show pony, (laughs) (laughs) and you you know, they're just prim proper. They go around shaking hands, getting scholarship money. They're just, yeah, like legit. Like it was my senior year, Mm -hmm. and there's, I mean, and I went to a very conservative Christian school, so. Legs crossed. Mm-hmm. You just, you wear shawls. You don't wear a lot of makeup. You're prim. You're pressed. You're
1: bro. Is there pictures of this? Because yeah, I would there, like to see some of those. There <laughs> are <laughs> photos, right?
2: <laughs> but um, I think that's when I discovered that that wasn't really like something that I liked because. I got a lot of backlash for winning and I think number one it was just cuz people are going to be haters and wanted their friend to win but then it was like a huge assault on my character because they were like well she does this and she does this and she does that like I it was I got bullied a lot for actually who I was. And they're like, well, she shouldn't be this because she does this in XYZ. And I drank in college and I mm-hmm. went to a Christian college. You're not supposed to drink or go to parties. Bad. You know, like, oh my gosh, I'm a horrible representative of my school, you know? Mm-hmm. So um I think that was there. It was my senior year of college. I was like, yeah, I don't like this. <laughs> I don't <laughs> like being too... No, I was like, Too Faced, it ain't going to be for me. Like, it is what it is, man.
1: And it's progressively you have become more comfortable in your own skin. Like I've seen that and just, it's like you've like, like if you had like a, your sword was never dull. It's always sharp. (laughs) But now it's like a fucking Bushido blade. You chop a fucking head off or something. But like, how does that transition happen? And like, how do you keep growing and keep being comfortable? Because like, I don't, you know, I hit roadblocks sometimes, and then like I'm, I feel authentic, and then I'm like, feel lost sometimes as well.
2: Well, I think that's natural—is to have like those type of feelings both ways. Like, yeah, I'm being my truest self, and like, hey, who is my truest self? Um, I think to answer your question, I just try and every day check in with, am I happy? Like, are you happy doing what you want to do? I'm. Um, And before we started the segment, we were talking about worldviews and how you've got this beaten plan. Your parents want you to be this X, Y, Z. And it's either you're being an ornery like child that doesn't want to do what the plan was for your family or you're this wild outcast like Mm -hmm. the black sheep that's just like not fitting into the fold. And I found my happy medium in between. And if you don't really like it, it's not really my problem. Because nobody, I mean, I live by myself. No one's gonna go get my groceries for me, fix my food, do anything for me, pay my bills. No one's gonna do anything for me. I have to do everything for myself. And that's fine. If somebody wants to sponsor my life, I'll never say no. <laughs> I'm not I'm not opposed. I'm not that crazy independent. <laughs> but it's like I have to live for myself. I can make my parents happy. But honestly, if there was a heaven or hell to put me in, my parents couldn't get me there. They couldn't save me from being mm-hmm. there. They they can't help me do anything. I mean, take that back. They can help me do a lot of stuff. But like, who cares? It's me. I'm am I happy? So that's why I just do a daily check-in, like, you happy today, kiddo? All right. Well, you had a 7. How do we get to a 10?
0: Yeah. Well, yeah, because at the end of the day, like, you're just saying, okay, am I doing this to to make my parents happy? Am I doing this to make my partner mm-hmm. happy? Am I doing it for me? But at the end of the day, it's like you're the only one that has to live with the yeah. way that you're living. Yeah. And yeah. so that, that can only take you so far if you're doing it for other people. Yeah. Okay, real quick. I want to go back to this transition or mm. this like wake up that happened. Right. Okay, because so you're in college and you're like the queen of the college.
1: It <laughs> makes so much it is, sense. but like
0: but. you're the queen, you're the queen period. So She's like it makes queen. sense that yeah, like you are the queen of the college. <laughs>
1: no doubt about that.
0: A hundred percent. So uh, hold what? on, hold on. Let me ask her. Yeah. You save your question. <laughs> okay, so while you're... You're, so you're raised pretty conservative. Yeah. Um, growing up, was there ever a feeling of, I feel like I'm kind of putting on a front, like I'm not living like my true self? Or or did that transition ca- happen kind of when you got older, when you got to college? When was the moment where you're like, I'm doing this and I'm acting this way, but this isn't really truly who I am or want to be?
2: Um. When did I realize I think I always kind of everyone knew I was a little bit different anyways, even as a child, they were just like, Well, that's just Amanda, she's just gonna be that way. Mm-hmm. And I knew I was a little strange and everyone always treated me like I was a little strange. So I always kind of tried to fit in, but then not like not too much, just enough that like I was accepted and I would have friends. I was not very popular. Um, like not ever. <laughs> and so, you know, I just kind of like kinda of tried to wave in there, like, hey, what what are we doing up here? But the older I got, the more I was just like, hey, if you don't really like me, it's whatever. I got made fun of for wearing flip-flops in the rain. I was mm-hmm. like, I want to wear flip-flops. When I was in college, I got made fun of for doing all of a whole bunch of random stuff. That was, but I was just like, I'm just going to do me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was just, it hurt too much. It's painful to like have to be one person and then forget like, oh, I'm in a different crowd. I'm supposed to be this. Mm-hmm. I'm supposed to be this. It takes up too much space in your brain. Mm-hmm. It takes up too much worry. I already have anxiety. I don't need any more. Yeah. You know. You don't
0: need another reason
2: to. To A reason. Yeah. Yeah. Please don't give me any more reasons. I already have too much fun up in my brain by (laughs) myself. Please don't give me any more reasons. Yeah. Um, Yeah. It just started like that. And the older I got, the more I, I mean, marching into my 30s, swagging out. I'm like, this is like the
0: most fun I've ever had in my life. Dude, I agree with you. Yes, hundred percent. Being in your thirties is like being in your twenties, but with money. Yes,
1: (laughs) (laughs) you know it really is. It's
0: like, oh, okay, this is what it's like to not be eating like cereal for dinner every night. Which, is you do, if you do that, that's totally fine. Nothing wrong with that. But it's cool to like not have to do that.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> when I was in my 20s and you talk to people in their 30s, they're like, "This, it, no, it's better. And you're like, yeah, fucking right. You're, you're old. yeah, old, <laughs> yeah you're right. old ass. And now I'm 34. I don't know how the fuck that happened. But here I am. You and I'm it. like, whoa, okay, weird. But it does feel good. I, I'm happy. And like you are swagging out. And how old are you? i'm 32 as of
2: last august
1: oh yeah august both of us yeah august babies
2: yeah
1: and he's just moving right into it and what have you been doing what have you been up to just like how are you feeling your time in covid
2: oh all right so uh, how have i been feeling my time so i've been on a few different projects um the beginning of covid was kind of funky Everyone was kind of unsure, and um, during that time, I took a lot of like self check-in time. I was just like, "All right, hold on, self, how are we doing? What are we doing? What are we? You know, Mm because and everybody's anxieties, reading way too much about this. So I put my phone down for like four weeks, and I was dating somebody at the time, and I was just like, "Yo, tell me if something really happens. Like, (laughs) (laughs)
0: I'm not gonna know. Let me know.
2: Like, let me know what we gotta do when we gotta do it, because I can't." um but then um i kind of i guess like a lot of people woke up at the same time with the whole george george floyd situation mm-hmm. and i was like oh all right let's get some stuff done mm-hmm. even sitting around let's get some stuff done so uh, i've actually gone to protests with both of you guys seen yeah. you guys at some um here and other places dc and stuff so i've been doing a lot of that i've been working with a few other creators were working on a people of color project that we cannot seem to title to save my life. But um, yeah, it's a black and white uh, portrait series that we're doing with different interviews uh, just on different social injustice or social issues um, with people of color. It's the first one. We want to do a whole bunch of different series. But just because of what's going on, we've started there. I'm trying to work. Um, on details for a documentary series that I want to do, writing that. I've also started painting a lot more. Um, So I've just been putting myself into a creative space. And at some point, I know someone's just going to want to pay me to do this like
0: full time. Yes, girl. (laughs) Full time. I'm claiming you're going to wake up one day to that email that says, we want to pay you a lot of money. Yeah. Well, I mean, I
2: have had some people like doing some freelance work for other people across the country. They're mm-hmm. just like, just from like the b- bullshit I put on Facebook, they're like, oh, she bought it. And then they're <laughs> like, I've had people like, hey, can you edit my videos? Can you do this? Can you do this? I know you have a degree in this. Can you do that? And so, I mean, I've done a lot of gig work since this has all started. Mm-hmm. So I'm just, I guess because of my on authenticity online it's Mm -hmm. actually
0: kind of helped me get some jobs for sure because you're putting yourself out there as you are yeah you know and you're so real and and it's it's a funny thing the internet because it's like there's the whole side of it it's like oh well it's all a highlight reel and don't really take everything that you see online as fact that's that's somebody's life but at the same time especially right now in the the situation we're all in with covid and just everything um it's kind of one of the only ways we have to really connect with other people. Yeah. So I think it's so cool that you know you're just letting it all out. Oh yeah, it's um, it's slipping out there. It's just, it's just, yeah,
2: I used to be that person on Facebook that was like, you know, they told you don't put your post stuff on Facebook, you'll never get a job. But then one day I realized I never wanted to work in corporate America again, and I was like, fucky, this is what I have to say. And like, I let my mom be my Facebook friend, and it's like, ah, sorry, girl, my bad. You know, oh. <laughs> this is what I really feel. This is what I really. So hopefully, like she's learning me in a new aspect, and other people are like, "Hmm, she's about some things. This is interesting." Yeah. Like, so yeah, the internet's been a, a fun little place to play on these days.
1: For me, what what I realized like gets in the number one thing that gets in the way of me being authentic is often fear. Mm-hmm. Is like fear of how people will judge me, mm-hmm. or fear that I'll fail. Or just sometimes fear for no fucking reason. Like how do you block your fear?
2: Um, you know, they have this really bad expression that is really popular. <laughs> um, it's called yellow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, let's be serious. Um, I like I already said, I have anxiety, so obviously I have it unpractical fear in my head all the time. Um And fear is a huge part of my life. I'm a big procrastinator because I'm also a perfectionist. And um, a lot of times I don't do things in a timely fashion just so I don't have time to, like, play over that fear and, like, let it keep me from my most – the best work. Because if I go back and I pick at it and I pick at it, Mm -hmm. obviously you're going to find things wrong. Um, So how do I get over my fear? I just – just like, bitch, get over it. Like for <laughs> real. Like, what do you mean? Like this. Uh, this is. I work it out. I talk to myself. Like, all right. Th- why do you feel this way? I'm a very like uh, internal thinker. I'm j- I just have conversations with myself like all day. It's weird. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's like. Weird. I just. Yeah. I really talk to myself a lot, and it's, it's so like, important. okay. So why do you feel like this? Okay, and what are the, How how will this play out? there's a good scenario and a bad scenario okay what do you want okay so you want a positive positive outcome from this okay so that's what you're gonna focus on is the positive whatever you give the most energy to so what's gonna happen if I say that I want this I'm gonna do this and it's gonna be fantastic and spectacular that's what we're gonna get done today that's it just have to keep I like try and affirm myself in the positive like you got it you got this speak life speak positivity. Uh, I am a really positive person mm-hmm. and I hate when people like speak down on themselves. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you're creating that environment for yourself of negativity and you don't even know it. One thing that I've just been telling my friends when it comes to just 2020 as a whole, like 2020 sucks, man, this is a dump. I'm like, you keep telling the universe that they don't keep showing you the ass. They yes, yes. <laughs> They will show the ass if yeah. you want to keep saying That's, it. <laughs>
1: like you You're thought. speaking it into it's existence. Like, it's like, um, so like, I like the Bible as like analogies Mm -hmm. Uh, and like what in the first, and God made the word, the word or whatever. The
2: word was God and the word was with God.
1: Yeah. So like, to me that means like language Mm -hmm. is so important and it, it it is the structure of everything that we as humans have. Mm -hmm. Um, So if you speak down to yourself you're giving that power over to negativity that you're creating in your own mind mm-hmm. and when you're talking about talking to yourself and having a conversation i think that's great and i do it too mm-hmm. and i think when people don't do it they can get into trouble because it's like some, i know people who i've had conversations with that just talk shit to themselves mm-hmm. like, come on you fucking pussy you fucking mm-hmm. Dumbass, you've got this. Or like, God, I'm so stupid. What the fuck? Well, you can be so much more gentle with yourself oh, and yeah. so much more kind. And that's going to create a loving environment in yourself. And then that will reflect out around you.
2: My uh, One of my favorite sayings is allow yourself grace.
0: Yes.
2: You know, you might be messing up. Mm-hmm. But you're not perfect. We'll just rethink it. Allow yourself grace the grace to be imperfect, relish in the, you know, I'm not where I want to be, but this is where I want to go. I misstepped here, but I'm going to do better. We were talking about um, affirming yourself in positivity. They say you should talk to your plants. Yeah. If you need to talk to your plants, what do you think about the rest of the world? What do you think about yourself as being Mm -hmm. a being that's here on this planet? Positive, if you just think more positively. And things will come. Yeah.
1: If you think more positively, you'll speak more positively. Yeah. And that is just like one step towards something better. Yeah. Um, I did have one question that kind of ties into that. Let me see this. Um, yeah. So like when you're living your authentic life, uh, like does it get you in trouble ever mm-hmm. with like <laughs> with either like I know now you're saying you'll never work in corporate ag- mm-hmm. again. So I'm assuming you have. So my question was, like, being authentic, does that does that sometimes, like, hurt people's feelings or, like, you know, make people not comfortable? And, like, if it does, like, how do you deal with that?
2: Um, yes, it does make people uncomfortable because they don't really know how to take it um, or take me, per se, because I'm not saying that you can't read me, but I hope you would try. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> it's useless. Um, so yeah, people can't really put me in a box. So it kind of makes them uncomfortable a lot of times with how they deal with me, but it's really not my problem. So I just say, it's not my problem. I keep going, pushing about my day, uh, in a more corporate sense. It's intimidating to people that are not self-assured of themselves. Um, it's definitely, held me back from job opportunities in the fact that I live in the South and I live in a good old boys system here in the good old South here. <laughs> like, yeah. you know, I don't know how else to say this Sure shit. Do. That's a good way to say it. <laughs> yeah. Um, so coming in as a very strong um, self-assured, I know what I'm talking about. I'm very educated in the things that I speak about and having a male counterpart, doing the same job they're intimidated they don't like it i was at a job one time it was my third day and i'd already been harassed so much because i knew he was intimidated by my intellect and that i was a woman and this and that i had to write up an incident report on my third day of work Because I wasn't going to dumb myself down. Because, you know, like, you know, cute little girl. She's like, oh, how do you do this? I'm like, I know how to do this. Mm -hmm. I'm actually, that's why I have your job. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Like, and they just don't like it. I ended up quitting that job. And that's the last actual clock in nine to five job I ever had. Thank God.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You don't belong in that kind of structured corporate setting. No, No, I don't think any of us do.
1: What about, like, more personal relationships? Mm -hmm. Like, I get, like, if you're, you know colleagues or just kind of people in passing but what about people that are you have a more intimate relationship with and do you ever come do you ever find yourselves with problems with that because those to me those relationships aren't as easy to be like well I'm just being me Mm -hmm. because there's more consequences of like feelings getting hurt like in everyday life if it's just somebody being like well, I don't know how to take her it's like "Yeah, yeah fuck it but if it's somebody that you care about, do you have to explain yourself or is it still fuck it?
2: I mean, number one, you have to think about it. Being you and being a bitch is completely different. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm a genuinely nice person. I'm going to tell you exactly what I think, but like it's not what you say, it's how you say it and the approach that you take. Anything that I ever tell anyone is not to hurt your feelings. It's just something that I have observed. It's something that um i think would be a great improvement or you know it is what it is if you don't like something that i'm doing i want someone to tell me the same thing in my mm-hmm. romantic relationships i think that it's it has not been an issue only with one person but he was just insecure as an individual mm mm-hmm. Uh, I tend to date really overly secure men.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you have to be. Yeah. like, Because you're you. Yeah. Like, uh, you're going to have to be secure to yeah. date Amanda Graham. It's yeah. just... Yeah. You're going to have to be.
2: And it, it's not like... I'm not a nitpicker or anything like that. I just... You never know what I'm going to do and when I'm going to do it. And I'm just... That you just got to ride, like, just, like, get in the car, let's do some stuff, you know what I yeah. mean? Like, and I mean that metaphorically, like, just get in my life and, like, see where it goes. But, no, it's, I really haven't had, It's especially in conflict, I'm a really calm person, usually, ugh. There have been some times that I lose myself and, you know, you just, that's when you have to allow yourself grace and be like, self, yeah. you were not your best self today. How are you going to be better? <laughs> um, but I'm a calm person. We'll sit here. We'll work it out. We'll talk about it. Like, let's get down to the nitty gritty so we can move past this and get back in the car and have some more fun. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't find it getting me in too much trouble with relation interpersonal relationships. No. That's awesome.
1: And, you know, you being authentic, like as one of my friends, like when I first started dating Nicole. Mm-hmm. You were like, you, I think you'd only met her once at that time. And you were like, you know, stop doing with whatever you're going to be doing, <laughs> which is what you were doing. And like, she's a real one. So like, you should probably try to like have a girlfriend for the first time ever <laughs> in your life. I, I remember you saying that. I don't and, even remember that. And, and you being so like real and authentic, mm-hmm. that has weight. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because you're yeah. not gonna fucking lie or bullshit me. You know what I mean? Thanks. And I remember that.
2: I know I, I know I, I don't know that I was like that behemoth, but I definitely was like, oh, Jeremy, what are you doing? She's cool. That's yeah. awesome. Thank oh, you, you remembered that.
1: I remember everything. <laughs> I have a photographic memory for conversations. Yeah. Like the the way they imprint in my head, I always remember yeah. stuff like that.
0: Yeah. I have always been a big fan of yours from the beginning, too. Maybe like subconsciously because I knew that you had my back.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm not one to, I'm not gonna let you BS around. I remember specifically one time, one of my girlfriends had a great man at home. Like she played him all the time, too. Mm-hmm. He would take her back. And then one day she was just playing a little too much and she's like, keep keying it up on the phone with some dude. I was banging on the door, like, get <laughs> the phone like i'm just not gonna let you play people like that we didn't talk for a little bit but we sat down i was like maybe my approach was (laughs) is but what i would like to tell you is that you have a wonderful boyfriend at home that loves you and cares about you and you already done done this fuck shit twice and you took your ass back so what i'm what i meant (laughs) to say was (laughs) what is you doing (laughs) Yeah, you know Uh, I, I do stumble with my approach, because uh, I get really excited, or I see, I don't know, I've always been that person that can probably see more than a lot of people, like, I can see character really mm-hmm. well, and my one of my mom's friends remembered when I was a child, and I was like, I don't like that person. Ten years later, they're like, oh, dang, dude, you hear what was happening the whole time? And I was like... Right. (laughs) I was like, there's, there's rare, there's rarely anybody that I don't like, but I know like, even if I can't put my finger Mm -hmm. on it, I'm like,
0: there's something wrong with that person. I'm exactly the Mm -hmm. same way. I kind of know within the first Mm -hmm. few minutes of meeting somebody and sometimes you can't really identify why, but like you just get a vibe. Yeah.
1: You're Um, from Stockton, right?
0: Stocktown, California.
1: (laughs) Sometimes just like growing up in places, certain places there are people around and you can feel their energy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I hear about some people growing up in these like sweet little towns and when they hit the big city, they have no radar mm-hmm. for fuck shit. Yep. Like they those are the people that get, you know, taken for money or yep. used. Mm-hmm. And it's unfortunate. But like when you grow up in a place that has some sort of like Stockton is like <laughs> What's the, is what is you gonna to say to, about small, Stockton? Kind of a struggle. I think it's the first, <laughs> first fucking city in the United States of America to ever go bankrupt. It was, it's not. It's okay. like it's a little. It's, it's Stockton. Give us Stockton. a little history lesson.
2: <clears throat> Stockton is one of the first cities to go bankrupt in the United States. It also has one of the highest crime rates per capita in the United States. It's in the valley, San Joaquin Valley of California. So it's in Northern California. I will say that I don't think that my perception came from my environment because my father was in law enforcement. Mm. So, and he was a detective. And also a private investigator, so I got a lot of my intuitiveness mm-hmm. and from training from a
0: child.
1: That's amazing. Yeah.
2: Oh, yeah. People are like, "You're so observant." I'm like, "Yeah, that's happy. That's happy.
0: They're like, "How do you know this?" I'm like, we kinda "You kind of, you It was your environment the way you're kind
1: of fucked me up in the- <laughs> See, I got the, I have the exact same intuition, but mine yeah comes from fuck shit right. and being around like bad right. people as a young kid. Right and being able to be like what being able to see I'm always studying people not on purpose Mm -hmm. it's just something that happens when you grow up like I did Mm. whereas like especially being around people doing fucked up shit as a young kid and like studying their personality traits and like how they act and and really how they act around people when they're being fake Mm. you know what I mean so like I'm Always able to pick up, like that. Oh, you're being fake. There, there's something you're hiding. Mm -hmm. I don't know what it is, Mm -hmm. but like you're hiding something. Mm -hmm. Because like I've seen, like my uncle was like fucking terrible person for a long time. He had and bad people. Like my mom had me when she was seventeen, and so she would have to pawn me off because she had to work. She's Mm -hmm. a single mom, and I'd be hanging out with him. He was like eighteen. And just doing fucking ratchet shit all the time, drug dealing, whatever. And I'd be around his friends, and they were just some fucking degenerates. And, like, I would see them with him and how they acted when nobody was around. And then I'd see them around girls or them around, like, people they were trying to impress and see the Switch. fake shit. Yeah. So, like, you're trained professionally, and I'm trained, like, professionally. But it's, like, right. two, different, two different teachers. <laughs> yeah. It, come, yeah. it does create a similar thing yeah it's pretty pretty fucking crazy
2: i hate fake people let me just put that out there they're the worst they are the worst and it just actually makes me feel bad for people that feel as though this is how they have to live their life like i dated a gentleman briefly and years later we had a really weird funky breakup or whatever he texted text me, and he was just like, I just wanted to apologize for this, that, and the fourth. So basically, he just chose the, the hamster wheel instead mm-hmm. of me. Um, you know, the wife, the kids, the dog, the this, the bins, mm-hmm. the th- You know, and now he's miserable. And... You know, it's just like, I wish I had done some things differently in my life. Number one, don't tell me that shit. Cause not, <laughs> not, <laughs> um, because you're mad disrespectful to your fucking wife right now. Yeah. Like, you're being mad disrespectful. But, you know, you see, I just continuously see when you aren't true to your needs and you do what you ex- expected, the dutiful thing, mm-hmm. more so than being true to yourself, how you wake up one day and you hate your life. Mm-hmm. And I never want to be that person. I never want to wake up and be like, I hate it here. I do sometimes. Don't get me wrong. I have woke up mornings and I believe it was during COVID. And yeah. the first thing out of my mouth and I was so shocked was I hate my life. When The minute I woke up and mm-hmm. I was like, whoa, bitch.
0: <laughs> Back it whoa,
2: what is going on? <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm like,
2: whoa, that is some strong language to open your eyes to. And you know, you just have to like, well, let's correct some things.
0: Like <laughs> peel
2: start peeling yes. back the layers.
0: That's when you get the yes. journal out, you start yes. just kinda yes. letting it letting it loose, yes. letting it go.
2: But if you wake up like that, I hope that people will be encouraged to enough to know like okay we're here but we don't have to stay here there's a process and for me that process is just i wake up how do you feel literally I, the first thing out of my mind is like okay how are we feeling today what are, what do i want to accomplish today what are the things that i want to get done today you feel great you have your goals take your minute how are you going to achieve your goals now all right now it's time to get out of bed because i have a plan You know, if you're feeling depressed and down, like, okay, do I still need some more time in the bed today? Do I need some more time to myself? Do I need to go for a walk? Make those self-care, being self-aware of your emotions will help you achieve, like, more on being who you want to be because you know yourself. Know thyself is, like, my... Top number one commandment. And so when people are like, Oh, I don't want another shot, I can't do I'm like, I'm not mad at you, know yourself because I don't want to carry you out of here. Yeah. The more you know yourself, the more like you can the more shit you can get done.
1: Yeah. Honestly. How do you think people that are fake, mm-hmm. how can they transition to being authentic? It's when you, like when you're our age, if you've been fake for thirty mm-hmm. something years. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's so many, I guess therapy would be a good place to start, but if you can't afford it or whatever, what do you think this, you, how do you think you could be real if you've been fake for so long? I think for like forgiveness maybe, or?
2: Um, Number one, I'm going to say that if you think you need mental health help, there is always a way. There are so many programs. I'm a clear advocate of talking to other people about my issues and not putting all of that stuff on my friends and searching for um, help from others. So that's a, there's never a no when you need help mentally. Um, But back to what you said. Mm -hmm. Um, Forgiveness, allowing yourself forgiveness. I You have to like allow yourself grace. You have to say, okay, I have come so far from who I actually want to be and how do I get back? And it's a slow journey. You don't wake up overnight and go, ah. This is this <laughs> this is the bitch
1: I am. You know, like, yeah. and like, and
2: yeah, I have arrived. You know? <laughs> um, and I'm gonna be better tomorrow than I am today, and that's an exciting thing. And as long as you have that like mindset where you're like, I'm a work in progress. I'm there's no one day I'm gonna feel like I've reached the pinnacle of who I am supposed to be. You're always evolving, you're always changing and yeah forgiveness is a big spot spot to start because i mess up all the time i do stupid stuff i get and i make some decisions because i'm just like i'm gonna do what i want <laughs> and i'm like mm. and you have to pay the consequences and you can't always change the bad things you do but you can um absorb it like um own it number one owning your mistakes and be mm-hmm. like yeah i did that shit i sure did not be you don't have to be proud of it you know be like admit to yourself You did that. Mm -hmm. How can you be better? How can you not do that again? And really earnestly try and make those changes so you can improve as a person.
0: Yeah, I think that – I think it's also really important to note that when you're going through these changes and this progression to being a better Mm – we'll just say a better version of yourself Mm -hmm. if that's what your goal is um, to continue improving, it's, like, important to remember also if you're struggling with mental health that, like, you can go – five steps forward and then one day Mm -hmm. like something happens and sweeps you off your feet and all of a sudden you've taken five steps back and Mm -hmm. like that this process of really learning who you are and your authenticity it's not linear it's oh yeah it is completely okay if you're fucking really going through it and you're feeling great one day especially now with COVID I mean with everything it's just like so easy to be like all right cool. Like I got, like I'm going, I got this, I got it figured out. And then one day you wake up and you're like, I don't got it.
2: Yeah. I mean, that's completely fine. I, I kind of think of my life. If we're walking up a mountain, like the end of my life is at the end of this mountain or whatever. And you know, you just take side quests. Sometimes you aren't Mm going to go straight all the time. You might get distracted. You might have a few days. I'm not going to lie. I get depressed. I get real depressed. Mm -hmm. I sit in my bed for a long time. That's fine. Mm -hmm. You're okay. But you take your time, you regroup and, you know, ask for help if you really need help Mm -hmm. and you just start trekking back up the mountain when you're ready. Nothing forced. Don't force yourself to be happy if you're not happy. Space for grace. Yes. You know, just own your emotions that you have and allowing those emotions, then navigating like, okay, this is how I feel.
0: And how do you transition into how you want to feel? Mm Mm-hmm. So, okay, if you had to kind of explain, it can be a long answer or a short answer, mm-hmm. however you want to answer this question, but what does it mean to you to live authentically? Like, what does an authentic life mean?
2: Oh, okay. What does an authentic life mean to me?
0: Oh, dang. I know it's a hard one. You
2: know, I don't really have a thing because I know that for me, I'm forever changing. And mm-hmm. with more and new information that I get, I will become a more authentic, truer version of myself. So... um I like to learn, so I'll continue to keep learning. It's not a possessions like I'll have this and I'll be living my best authentic life or I'll be here. It's just like personally, just a state of being to me. Mm -hmm. And if I'm happy with the state of being I am and I treat other people with respect, kindness, love and grace, the same um, attributes that I treat myself, we pop in yeah <laughs> like, <laughs> check. right like dime, got it i'm great next
1: you know yeah like those characteristics are the foundation of happiness i think a lot of people don't realize is chasing stuff mm-hmm. stuff doesn't fucking make you happy like i mean it's to a certain yeah, maybe, yeah. Yeah. yeah it does but like if you're all your goals are you know financially based and you don't have any self-based goals, Mm -hmm. like you're gonna get into trouble. I don't know, but do you meditate at all?
2: I do. Um, I'm actually on a money meditation now that we speak about it. (laughs) Yes, Um, yes. So we did it at the beginning of COVID and we started doing it again. Um, I do meditate. I try and do it every day, but um, sometimes I just can't get into the space. Mm -hmm. to do so and i know that i'm not giving it as much reverence as i should because sometimes i'll be sitting in the bed i'm like all right you know what chick why don't you get up create your place when you're calm and your peace and this but i do and i do believe that it works and to zen out like i'm totally for it and i wish that um we were in a different space and time that i could kind of dive more into it but the people that i have been working with I really enjoy what I've seen so far.
1: Yeah, um, when you talk about talking to yourself and mm-hmm. having that conversation, that's a form of meditation in itself. It's yeah. like a self. Uh, S- Actual- self
2: acquisition or act- 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 actualization. Act- actualization. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's self it. it. <laughs> like, actualization
1: <laughs> uh, meditation in like Eastern mm-hmm. philosophy. So like even if you're not sitting in front of an altar, mm-hmm. it sounds like you're already doing, intuitively doing your own type of meditation. Yeah. Um, so w- we are in COVID, which mm-hmm. fucking sucks. We're also- Oh,
0: hold on, back up. Yeah. <laughs> Watch your words.
1: What, COVID? <laughs> you said oh. it
0: sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking it into existence. Okay. It's, yeah, it is you know, a thing. It's been yeah, challenging. It's, yeah, it's been a-
1: yeah. also we are going through this- like Mm. renaissance Mm. of I don't even know the word how to phrase it but this bullshit Mm -hmm. with racism that's happening I mean we've been to marches together we've been to DC together how do you keep going like with this positive attitude knowing and like all we're in the fucking south and it's bullshit and like how do you how do you maintain this level of positivity that you have during double like fucking pressure yeah. time like this?
2: Um, I want to say that I attribute the, a lot of my peace still to my parents and they educated me a lot from a very young age. So all of this new information that a lot of people are getting that I've known almost my whole life, mm-hmm. I've known so much about what, what, the true history of america is. So as things start to unfold, it's just oh okay, like it's not too much of a shocker that does it still cause pain? Does it still cause hurt? Absolutely. Um getting out there and marching, is it make me sad? Absolutely that we're still doing the same shit, you know, that my parents were doing. It still it it's enraging, but how do I stay positive? I break down. I'm not going to lie. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I've gotten back and just sat in there and just like became, just wailed on the floor and just cried. It's hurtful. It's pain, painful. And I try and approach it with feeding a positivity to other people, but it's just really draining to like give so much positivity off all of the time, <laughs> um, especially in those type of situations. I'm not going to say that I'm an empath, but there's probably mm-hmm. some validity in that statement. Um, so, um, self-charging, recharging, knowing when I need to be at home and be by myself and be quiet and just regain my own peace and my energy, um, has been really important. I knew like before we went to DC, I had time with myself and I was like, all right, self, what are we going to do? This is what we need to do when we get there. This is what you came here to do X, Y, Z. I knew to give myself more time afterwards, just in case I had any, pressing emotions that I needed to get out before I got around people and I started projecting my feelings or my hurt and my pain onto them. So I definitely do allow enough time for myself to recover from these high, uh, high emotion times and stuff like that. Um, But in general, how do I stay positive for other people? Because this is new to me. Yeah, you know, and I've already I've already lived my whole life still being a positive person as a black woman and now being a black woman in the South. And the microaggressions that people are finally saying, like, oh, I didn't know that was uh, racist. Mm, yeah, it is.
0: I'm, I'm
2: you know, like yeah. oh, there, all these epiphanies that people are having, like, yeah, I've already lived this oh, life.
0: Learning that microaggressions are right. even like, F- a thing. Right, yeah. right.
2: I'm like, yeah, I've already lived this my whole life. It's no sweat. Like, I'm glad you guys are joining the party. Welcome. Right. Yeah. Like, welcome to the party. But what are we going to do about it? <laughs> yeah, more important. Right. Now that you're aware, what are we going to do? Because a bitch is tired. <laughs> so do
0: you have any um, any kind of go-to things that you like to do to kind of fill your cup back up? Because you are such a positive person and you're so supportive of the people in your life and um, you're just uplifting. And you – I mean, you walk into a room and you're a light and you're energy. And so I know – being a person that gives a lot of yourself, mm-hmm. there has to be some way that you refuel and recharge so you can keep showing up to be who you are. Sex. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, mom. Uh,
2: yeah. Um, I would definitely say that um, I'm a very hypersexual person. Yeah. Uh, it is a recharge for me. Um I don't know. Yeah. I really enjoy just like, I know it's kind of selfish to kind of say that, you know, during sex there's transference of energies and things Mm -hmm. like that. And when choosing my sexual partner, I definitely am aware of the energy that I'll be giving off and the energy that they'll be giving to me. Mm -hmm. And that is a recharge for me. Um, I walk a lot. I go on random adventures by myself a lot. Um, I find that to be enjoyable. I, um, Fine art. I paint. And sometimes I just sit in the bed and put the covers over my head for a few <laughs> days. No, honestly, um, people don't believe that I'm an introvert, but I am. Like I am – when – after I go out, I just feel so drained sometimes. I just sit in the bed and just be like, hmm,
0: I'm just going to stay here for a minute. I feel like you and I have had that conversation before because mm-hmm. I'm like at- – Outwardly, I think people really think I'm an extrovert because mm-hmm. well, I am. I do have some tenden, like extrovert right. tendencies, and but truly, I, I, I get so drained. I feel like we've had that conversation. Mm-hmm. I remember like sitting on your couch talking about, I don't know, just. Going under the covers. <laughs> yeah. Oh
2: yeah. I love I my bed is my favorite place. I'm not gonna lie. It's my favorite place and I have to motivate myself yeah. to sit in other rooms in my house. <laughs> it doesn't help that I work from home. Yeah. So I'm like, all right, you gotta get out of here. You gotta get up. You gotta keep doing other things. So um and I think that a lot of people have this perception that I'm always super rosy and I'm always super this so i'm kind of on the cusp of do i like show this other side of myself mm-hmm. because are they not seeing that i'm like true but then I'm like it's kind of a personal thing like these are my actual personal moments that t- allow me to be the person that i am mm-hmm. um but yeah i think i kind of sometimes want to document like this is how, what it looks like to recharge yourself and this is mm-hmm. so like you see me take my walks and yeah. stuff you know just like hey do some stuff for yourself i yeah.
1: think i I really resonate with the adventure mm. aspect. Like you, when you came to D.C., you just hopped on a plane. <laughs> you are going to stay the night, and then you decided, yes. fuck it, and just hopped on the oh plane back home. This bitch
0: comes to the march with a backpack. I'm like, is that all you brought? And she's like, yeah. I'm and like, are you going home tonight? Maybe. <laughs> and
1: it's one of those things I think that people don't realize. It, it, if you look at the history of humans – we'll always travel and i think i even talked about this on the last podcast some motherfucker walked up to the ocean and said i'm going to the other side (laughs) and he never came back and he died and his cousin was like (laughs) me too his cousin was like i bet you i could do it man (laughs) terry was always a piece of shit anyway i'm a much better navigator and it's this thing where it's like this fucking like when you're in europe everybody's bouncing like from fucking Romania yeah. to France yep. to bomb bomb, yeah. they're smashing yeah. through the country. Yeah. And same with like Asia, they're fucking going everywhere. Like everybody's doing shit in America. Like when I was growing up, my mother, my mother, until I, she was like thirty, had never, she'd only been to Washington and California. And I and I remember that changing my psyche, being like, that cannot. Be me, yeah. Or not only can that not be me, that will not be me. I'm fucking going everywhere, and the power you gain, that energy is real. Oh, of just yes. being like, boom, I'm doing this. Yeah, and, and I think that I resonate with that so much because, like, I get a lot of my power from that. And during COVID, is yep, it's I have I have had to try to figure out a new way to get that power, and like that's the longboard for me. And, like, her skating, mm-hmm. quad skating now. And it's like, okay, well, how do you generate this energy? You have to, you have to reinvent yourself. And yeah. I think that's one yeah. of the things where people get stuck. Because, like, doing something new is scary. But it's so necessary. Yep. It's so important. Yep.
2: Yeah. Um, I decided that I should sit my ass down and stop traveling so much because it's still like I'm like I'm not setting a really good example right now and I didn't feel like I was like practicing what I preached because I've been to Florida I've been to DC like I've just been all over mm-hmm. the place and I'm just like okay this isn't I mean I'm pretty safe we have facial I have gloves on I have this but Still like if I'm gonna be like COVID this, I'm like, you're such a fucking hypocrite right now. <laughs> you know and as you're like, I'm living my best life on the beach. What well, I yeah, I went to New York, like I went to the fucking epicenter, you Make know sure what you're, I mean? Wear your
0: mask, don't at right. me. <laughs> don't
1: at me.
2: <laughs> right, like bitch, you are fake. <laughs> I'm like, I really am not practicing what I preach right now. But um, yeah, so I've that's why I've been taking the walks more seriously and just like, hey, I'm just gonna See how long I can sweat this out. Like mini adventures. Yeah, the smaller. Because even this summer, I was planning to be all over the world. Like yeah. I was, that was us. We were like, all When COVID older.
1: popped off, I was in Nepal. And I was like, no, yeah. I'm not going home. And they're like, we're going to keep you here indefinitely. And I was like, well, I'm going home. Yeah.
2: Oh, I remember seeing her stressed out. Oh, my
0: gosh. <laughs> I was just like – I was living my
1: best life. I had the best time.
0: Okay. We're not going there. I yeah. think you've talked about Nepal on every single podcast. So we're ending, we're going to end that part of the conversation. How do they
1: say it? Nip it in the bud?
0: Nip yeah. Nip bed. it in the bud. I don't,
1: I don't okay. Like I have a anymore. question. Yes.
0: I think this is kind of a two-parted question. Mm-hmm. So um, for people that maybe know that, let's just use um, like a work environment. Well, maybe that might not be the best environment, but in an, okay, in any sort of friendship, relationship work, whatever you want to relate this to, um, if you feel yourself, there might be people that feel themselves like wanting to say something or wanting to show up more authentically as mm-hmm. themselves but are worried about how that might come off or they're worried about how they're being perceived by their counterparts mm-hmm. or um, do you have any advice for people that are kind of trying to learn how to be live more authentically? fuck
2: everybody else
0: (laughs) perfect yeah i mean if they're not
2: gonna i mean never force anything yeah but if you're like dang today i really want to wear heels and i never wear heels do it like you know you might bust your ass yeah yeah (laughs) i mean hopefully like someone's nice enough to help you get the fuck back up but i mean do it like net there you can always learn new things do new things be you or can always reinvent yourself. Mm-hmm. You can and if people are like, I don't like it, you've changed. I've had people, I went through a huge change the last October. And one of my friends was like, "I don't like this. I don't like who you are. I miss the old Amanda." I was like, well, "She's dead. <laughs> like, <laughs> You're never gonna see right. Again. That girl is gone. Like <laughs> R.I.P. to her. Do you want to have a funeral? Yeah. Like, what do you? What do you need He's to closure. understand? <laughs> right? What do you, like that? I'm not Sends her of anymore. Send some
1: balloons into the <laughs> air. The air? We're, right? We're Pollute that mug? Like, yeah. just
2: like send some. Yeah, you know. It's just like okay. Uh, yeah, and if people don't really. Um, Accept you for the new, find new people. Mm-hmm. They're, I mean, I've lost friendships. You grow. I they're sad. Mourn those friendships. Appreciate for what it taught you, but don't be so stuck because you need to be
0: attached to people and cling to people that you hinder yourself from growth. Oh, that's so such an important, valuable life lesson. Like, like we all need to fucking glue that to yeah. our foreheads. I think a lot of times people think that just because somebody has been in your life for Mm -hmm. so long that we have some sort of um, obligation to continue those relationships and it's just not the case. And remembering that you are a human being and hopefully you're evolving and hopefully you're growing and as you grow and as you evolve, some of those people might not come with you and that's okay. Yeah,
2: I mean, I find myself being the hand holder sometimes. It's like, yeah, you can you can grow a little bit more. Like, mm-hmm. I'll help you. I'm accepting. I'm open. I'm open to all people. And as long as you're in an environment where you trust the people that you're with, why not try try something new? Mm-hmm. Are they going to judge you? So what? Mm-hmm. Like, judging people is like the number one waste of time. Yes.
1: It's, yeah. Such a waste of energy <laughs> yeah. and, and yourself. Yeah. Judging yourself, yeah. too, yeah. is like such a waste of time.
0: When you judge yourself you judge other people yeah. you can't it like it becomes a cycle yes yeah.
1: meeting new people is important you get into your like late 20s and 30s and like it's almost like you don't want to make any new friends yeah. but i think that stagnates your growth because like all your friends that you've had for however long mm-hmm. i mean you might learn something from them every now and then but like a new friend like you're like oh i don't I'm, i haven't had your personality type in my life. Like, we have a friend named Tatiana, and she has a similar energy as you. Mm-hmm. And, like, when she's around, I'm just like, where, where, how do you do that? Like, mm-hmm. how do you, where's that energy come from? And, like, I'm not ashamed to ask that kind of question because some people might not ask it, but I'm going to ask. Mm-hmm. And she's like, well, this is why, and this is why. And, like, mm-hmm. that's part of the reason why you know we wanted one you're fucking dope but like we wanted you on the podcast because it's this kind of shit is it's like i love podcasts because it's it's like the people that are listening they don't know you Mm -hmm. but it's like they made a new friend yeah you know what i mean they're like wow it's a new experience for them and i just hope i never stop making friends
0: yeah yeah i mean when you get you get into those situations where you're not really meeting new people you're not putting yourself out there you're not you're not Being vulnerable Mm -hmm. and then you get comfortable and comfort, it's good. You know, comfort is good, but like it's, you're not growing when you're only comfortable. Yeah. Vulnerability is a good
2: word to Mm -hmm. use to, you just have, you do have to be vulnerable. You, it might not work out, but you just have to like go for it. put yourself out there. I mean, I'm not saying jump off a cliff without a parachute. Don't do, yeah. (laughs) You guys, we can't fly yet. Like, we just... <laughs> that is one thing I can say for sure. Yeah. You might fail horribly. Yeah. <laughs> do not try it. Don't do that. But, like, other things... Practical. Um, yeah. yeah, why not? Right. Be vulnerable enough to make new friends, speak to new people, try new things. You might hate it. Take risks. Right, risk-taking. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a pretty big risk-taker. Yeah. Oh, you know, it's really one of the funniest things. Um, you know, when you go into the clinic or something... <laughs> I don't go frequent. Um <laughs> and they're like do you do you like to take risks? Like you know when they're like do you- yeah. oh it's yeah, one of the
0: boxes. And then do you wear seatbelts? Right. I'm like, well, what I the always What want... is this that shit? That's so weird that you said that. Right.
2: I'm like yes, I like to take risks. I Maybe do. not with my sexual health, but yeah. What category <laughs> I'm like, I'm am I right, being put I'm in?
1: No, like, I know. Why are you
2: boxing me <laughs> yeah. in, bro? Like don't I know
1: what this is about? There is a disease that is spread from Cat shit, and if you have a cat in your house, is a good chance you get this disease, okay. and it makes you a risk taker. Oh, and it makes you like go around. It's like literally, you will drive without your seatbelt on, and you'll take more risks. This <laughs> just like the, literally the like, and okay, op- and often you might buy like a motorcycle or a scooter. This is like the characteristics of this fucking cat shit disease. <laughs>
0: I know I have heard about this cash en- Endo, oh, okay. but only Neutriosis
1: from you. So. or something. Oh. I, I, I'm not a doctor. We'll have to
0: look it up.
1: Yeah, I want to know about that. <laughs> yeah, but back to vulnerability, though. Yeah. That is what creates a friendship.
2: Yeah.
1: I mean, if if you're never vulnerable with that person, then you're not really friends. Mm-hmm. You're not. You're not. You have to give to get. You know what I mean? And then it's like you share your your vulnerability yeah. with somebody, and that creates a bond. Yeah. And as an adult in the wh- fucking Western world, that can often be difficult.
2: Yeah, I find it difficult to be in relationships, friendships with people that if you're not going to be vulnerable, it's like, well, what are we here for? So, like like, it feels like a waste of time. Yeah, you're like, what are we talking about? Like, I mean, you just want someone to sit next to you? I mean, that's <laughs> fun sometimes. Don't get me wrong. I mm-hmm. like to just have a kick it, buddy. We just on our phones. But yeah, if we're not going to dive deeper, build a relationship, like you're going to have to open up. And I'll pass. I'll pass super fast. And I try and create like that comfortability level. I think um, what people refer to, they're like, yeah, one of my friends, her girlfriend just told me, she's like, you feel like family. And I've only met you like three times. I'm like, oh, dang. And I think I just create, I try and create an atmosphere where you feel comfortable enough to be who you want to be, to be like, to talk to me about things, to Mm -hmm. actually get to know you as a real human being. Small talk, to me, I could shoot myself. Like, I hate small talk. Like, I don't want to know what you drive, who you are. Like, I want to know who you are. Excuse me. I don't want to <laughs> know, like, what your job is. I don't care. <laughs> like, I don't care where you shop, where you went. Like, mm-hmm. I don't really care about those. Like, so who who is you? Who's you really? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like, tell me about the person inside. Like, mm-hmm. I want to know that person.
1: Yeah. Well, those are the conversations that can help somebody that's not authentic become Mm -hmm. authentic because you know there's been times in my life where I was lost and somebody's like who are you and I'm like I don't Mm -hmm. fucking know right now Mm -hmm. so maybe I need to check in yeah and figure it out because I don't fucking know Mm -hmm. like I don't know who I am let me let me look at it and then that's how you can grow you're helping people grow. Yeah, <laughs> by just being you.
0: <laughs> and you, what your friends' friend said, you do feel like family. Yeah, you know, you is. are you are somebody that, you know, like you have those people in your life. Well, I don't really have these people in my life because I make a point not to. But <laughs> there have been times where I've had people in my mm-hmm. life, and I know that probably everybody has had a similar experience where you, it's like exhausting to hang out with them. Mm-hmm. You know, you you make a plan with somebody, or they ask you to hang out, and And instantly you're like, okay, I will, but like I don't really want to. Or you already know that it's like you have to gear up to Mm kind of like hold the – it's just not a fun experience. You are not that person. Oh, well,
2: thank you. (laughs) You
0: are somebody that is just like – I could feel like I could call you and just be like, hey, um, what are you doing?
2: Yeah, shop it up. Yeah. I always know. <laughs> there, I there's only one person I do not answer my phone for and it's that exact same reason that you just <laughs> mentioned. It's like, girl, why are you still calling me? Yeah. Everybody else, yeah, call me all there. Like yeah. what's up? We can talk, we can chop it out. What you got going on?
1: Yeah, I I have a few friends that are just wholly negative. Mm-hmm. And it's so fucking hard to be around them mm-hmm. or even like talk to them because I'm like, bro, like you're fucking complaining about shit that happened twelve years ago. Mm-hmm. Like I don't give a fuck about twelve mm-hmm. years ago. I'm not that person. That didn't happen that happened to me so I could become mm-hmm. this person mm-hmm. or like if somebody's like talking about fucking high school or yep. complain I'm like, are you fucking? And they
2: tell the same stories mm-hmm. every single time. It's the same exact yeah. someone did something to me. Mm-hmm. Oh, and they, they hold
1: f- those grudges. Oh, and- you got to get over that yeah. and make new stories. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like that's what we talk about. I'm like, yo, we need to just do new shit. Mm-hmm. Make a new new story. If this story is not working, let's fucking write a new Rewrite chapter. Rewrite it.
0: Yeah, you are the one who's in charge. You're the author. But I will say to that, um,
2: those people are stuck. I find that being around those people sometimes is actually really healthy and good for them. Mm-hmm. Um, it does take a lot of energy to be around those type of people and I'm not a captain save a can't save everybody. But, um, sometimes they need to see that if you move past this where you are and you look forward instead of backwards, there's better to come. Um, so I wouldn't call them a complete lost cause. Nobody's lost, but, um, you do have to yeah. microdose your time yeah. because it is draining. You're like, oh, I hope one day – I don't want to just leave you here where you are, but I hope one day when you're ready to wake up, mm-hmm. holla at your girl. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the,
1: the people I'm referring to, I won't name yeah. them. Uh, I'm here. Like, yeah. I'm here yeah. all the time. Yeah. But there are people – that I meet that are our age, that it's like a new friendship. And mm-hmm. I'm like, no, nah, I can't do it. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Like I want to, but you just, like you're saying, you don't, you don't have time. I don't have time for that in this moment of my life. Like if I'm in bringing space, you yeah. into mm-hmm. this space and our mm-hmm. life and like, like we're in a very creative space right now. And I mean, I want all the best for everybody, yeah. but sometimes you just got to pass. It's
0: protecting your energy, which is important as well. Yeah. And, yeah. yeah. So, okay, kind of everything that we talked about over the last hour, I've kind of heard you kind of re the main theme of how you got to be where you are and who you are and how you maintain this person who you are is checking in with yourself. Yeah. It's like that – developing that relationship with yourself. So no matter what – or where you are or how alone you feel or how lost you feel it's about taking that beat and saying okay stop hey self mm-hmm. what's up like yeah. what is going on yeah. in there so i think like other than that having that relationship with yourself what is there anything else that you would want to leave us with i ask why
2: a lot i challenge everything mm-hmm. um especially why did that make him uncomfortable? I Here's the thing that I am struggling with now. Um, you know, we have the new pronouns, they, them. Um, we're becoming more aware about mm-hmm. trans and wh- how they want to be perceived mm-hmm. and this and that. And so... I know this might be insensitive, but this is just a personal struggle of mine. And I'm like, I wonder if that's a boy or girl when I see somebody on TV. And then I'm like, you know what? That's none of your fucking business, mm-hmm. you know. And it's just like yeah. challenging, like because that's something that I learned as a kid. And I'm like, but why? Why do you think that way? So mm-hmm. everything you do, I try, or everything that I think, and I'm like, why do I think like this? So why do I think that this is okay? Or why do I like it this way? Or why do I always been like checking in with yourself? I'm like, well, why do you? But why? But why? Mm-hmm. And it just helps me. It really does help me to just ask myself that question all the time, to become a better person, to be more true to myself, be more respectful of other human beings also, because we've, we've been fed a lot of lies. Yeah. So many <laughs> sure. lies. Lies.
0: Sure. I feel hoodwinked. I feel bamboozled. You can't see us, but we're holding our fists really strong. Yeah, shaking. <laughs> yeah, shaking. Yeah. Shaking our fists in the air.
2: Yeah. You know, just... I just ask myself why and then check in with myself.
1: Like, Self-inquiry. Mm-hmm. And you know, you can do it all the time and, you know, it could be simple, but sometimes it's like you find a gold nugget, mm-hmm. like a you level up. Mm-hmm. Your why, the answer that comes isn't what you expected and you're like, oh, shit. Okay, cool. Here we are now. Mm-hmm. Leveled up.
2: I hurt my feelings all the time when <sighs> I've come to epiphanies. Don't worry. it's This growth will hurt. Yeah. <laughs> I hurt my feelings. I'm like, ooh. Okay, that's how you really feel. And sometimes people tell me, like, um, my recent ex was telling me about myself, and I appreciated it to the 100th degree. I was like, oh, okay. okay. <laughs> you know, I just had to scratch in my head, like,
0: oh. I don't want to hear this, right, but okay, I'm hearing okay. it. I'm hearing like, what right. you're saying.
2: Right? Like, okay, I'll take that. I'll take
0: that. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. That's Amazing. That's so good. Talk, talk to yourself. Mm-hmm. Ask yourself why. Yeah. Have that relationship with yourself.
2: Allow yourself grace. Yes. Ah, oh, I think that's all.
1: Amanda Graham, uh, Where you got can an they Instagram, right? Uh,
2: my Instagram is Mandy, M-A-N-D-Y, Graham, G-R-H-M. That's at. Uh, that's my handle on everything. Uh, my Twitter, I think my Twitter handle, it says... Um, I say things my mother would be ashamed of and make my dad wash my mouth out with soap. So, you that's know, your Twitter
1: handle? You'll yes. know that's, that's the one. Soap. Yo. So, so, so. Somebody pay this girl a bunch of money to do what she wants to do because somebody else is going to do it. So you might as well be the first one.
2: Oh, come on now. I just want someone to let me live. Pay me yes. to live. Yes. <laughs> Thank you guys so
0: much for having me on. Thank you. I've actually learned more about me and you guys from being (laughs) sitting here. You
1: know. Good. We love you. Well, thank
0: you guys for listening. Um, If you like this episode, which I know that you already do, you can actually like it, like on itunes because that really helps us keep Late growing us, share
1: us do all that yeah shoot. like if you're
0: not already subscribed to the podcast subscribe to it and most importantly just share because this is an organic thing so we want to keep growing want to keep bringing you guys awesome people to listen to so thank you for listening
1: peace